Well, uh, welcome. We have our recording started, and if any of you are new to us um, this month, um, you will get uh, an email with the recordings, and I'll talk about that before we before we end today. Um, so this is um, uh, I'm just really thrilled to be back to our regular teleseminars. I hope you had a one wonderful summer and getting ready for autumn. Um, so, um, the teleseminar is kind of set up where I'm going to talk a bit about the topic and, uh, maybe about halfway through, open it up to hear from you in terms of you having any questions or anything you want to share about your understanding, um, or anything you want to share from today's, uh, teleseminar. And I'll tell you how to do that as we get there. Um, so a couple of things as we get started. Um, these teleseminars are really my sharing about life issues or our own psychological functioning from an understanding that was um, brought to us by Sydney Banks. And if you're looking to understand uh, what I'm sharing or the principles themselves deeper, I would actually recommend you um, getting yourself one of the books that Sidney Banks has written. Um, so we'll get going. Today we're going to look at the topic of forgiveness. And I, I subtitled it The Ultimate Understanding because the understanding I want to share with you today is really a deep understanding about um, self-acceptance, um, really being able to understand where people are coming from and where you're coming from. And it really uh, takes care and kind of brings us to another level of understanding about our own human nature and life in general. So um, I just wanted to uh, kind of set the, the stage for listening today. Um, I really want us to see if we can listen beyond our own intellectual thinking about the topic for today or about the words I'm using. Um, for example, it's easy to hear what I'm saying and think, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, but, you know. And um, so, like, people will often say, um, well, you've done your best or you did your best. And Intellectually, that makes sense to you, but you're not really getting that deeply, and you'll probably say, yeah, but um, I could have done better, or I should have done, or I ought to, or I shouldn't. If you start to, uh, today, after today, uh, look at yourself and your behaviors in the past, and you get into should have, or ought to, or could have, um, you want to go deeper than that. So I want you to listen today a little little try to hear this fresh and um be careful with um that i you know that response of well yeah but that's kind of telling us me too that you're understanding this intellectually oh yeah common sense but you're not really seeing the deeper truth so what i want to talk about today in terms of forgiveness is really uh taking away blame taking away guilt increasing self-acceptance and, and really self-understanding and the understanding of other people. And um, it really is the way the principles play out for all of us, all of us. All of us operate the same way 
in terms of um, that the thinking we're in, the quality of thinking we're in, you might call it the state of mind you're in, or the level of consciousness you're in, um, really um, dictate your actions. So if you're in a blissful state, you're going to behave in your life differently than if you're in low mood thinking. And all of us operate the same way. Through the principles of mind, thought, and consciousness, we're creating our experience of the moment and we're acting from that reality, you see. So all of us are really acting from the quality of thinking that's in our consciousness in this particular moment. Now, when I first heard that, I really got touched by it. It resonated deeply with me, but I really couldn't make good use of it. I knew it was true, um, but I didn't know what to do with that yet because, um, you know, I don't know about for you, but when I first met Sidney Banks and heard him share something like this, and, you know, these aren't his exact words that I'm speaking to you now, um, I realized I could see my own actions in a different way with more understanding and the actions of other people as well. But I didn't know yet how to really live with that because I would um, do a lot of judging and uh, evaluation of my own actions and other people's as well. And, of course, that would dictate the way I feel and, of course, uh, following from that the way I acted. So a lot of times I would look at people's behaviors toward me and get judgmental or evaluate that or, or have an opinion of that. And that thinking uh, would lead me to behave in a certain way. I don't know, challenge them, whatever. Um, but we all operate that way. And I want uh, you to try to take this in so that it begins to percolate with you uh, rather than you getting it completely today as we talk. So once again, what I heard uh, in a meeting I had with Sydney Banks, uh, one of several meetings and several many seminars that I attended, was that, um, and this is my hearing of it, I don't think he used these same words, but what I heard was everybody's behavior is a result of the three principles. And so what that meant is that everybody is acting, including yourselves and myself, from the way we're using thought in the moment, how we're thinking. Um, and um, that is where our actions are coming from. So through the power of thought and consciousness, we're creating moment to moment a reality we're living in, either one of joy or well-being or generosity or, or one of um, anger or worry um, or fear or judgment. And depending upon that quality of thinking you're in, you're going to act from it. So um, that's, the, that's the true point to get, that we're all the same. Everyone around you is the same as you spiritually creating their behavior, uh, or another way of saying it is their actions toward you or in life uh, are coming from the same principles that you're using to create your actions. 
Not that you consciously create your actions, you're creating your thinking, which will lead you uh, to act from the thinking that you're, that you're, you know, you're creating in the moment. So um, that helped me because, you see, uh, personally, first of all, I thought I, when I look back at my life to some of my behaviors that I felt guilty about or um, thought I could do much better, um, I was at that time in the thinking that um, I should have done better. Um, There was something wrong there about the way I was as a person. When I heard this from Sydney Banks, I started to have more forgiveness for how I was because forgiveness comes from seeing that I could not act any other way that I did given the thinking that I had in the moment. So that's forgiveness. Forgiveness is seeing that you, other people in your life, are act, uh, could only act the way they're acting right now in this moment given the quality of thinking they're attending to they're engaged in, the quality of thinking that's in their minds. And so that was very powerful for me. And it took me a while to really uh, begin to see that to be the truth of the matter. But that's the point I wanted to share with you today. And I wanted to share it with you because in a way you can see it's simple. It really is. You'll come to forgiveness. In other words, you will... Uh, transcend blame and guilt, uh, judgmental thinking, the moment you realize in the moment that you and other people have acted um, from the quality of thinking you're in. And no one can really control the quality of thinking they're in in the moment. You can see it for what it is, and a lot of people here on the call have been able to realize this and let that would lead to maybe you changing your thinking but in the moment that you are acting the way you may blame yourself or feel guilty about or be judgmental about in that moment you really couldn't act any other way there's no way because yet that behavior was coming from the thinking you that was in your mind another way of saying it is Our behavior every moment is the result of the state of mind we're in. We're in a troubled state of mind. We're going to act one way differently than if we're in a state of mind of peace and calm and love. Another way of saying it, using Sid's words, is we're in another level of consciousness. And we have to see that that's the truth. And we have to see that in the moment we couldn't control the level of thinking we were in. We couldn't control our level of consciousness. That's a spiritual uh, process in a way, if you wanted to call it something, you see. And to me, that started to free me up because I would be very judgmental. I would think, well, like, you know, I I started today's seminar with, well, yeah, um, but you know what? I should have been able to see that. (laughs) I should have been able to notice that, you see. And uh, 
and hold myself at a level of expectation that really wasn't humanly possible given the operation of the principles, meaning that I was thinking I could be better than my thinking in the moment, right? You see? And no one is. Now, that really is freeing because um, it really starts to help us understand that people's actions are impersonal. They're coming from the thinking that got created in their minds. So even though it may look like personal to you, it isn't because it does, it's just an impersonal process creating their behavior. So um, when I heard this, it was around, it was close to the holiday season many, many, many years ago. And I was continuing to reflect on it. I think I heard it in about the month of October. Sid had a three-day seminar, and I heard this piece of what he was sharing, and I was reflecting on it as I was going through the latter months of the year. And my wife and I were shopping for the holidays, you know, in December. And we went to this department store uh, to buy something. And we did. We picked up something to buy. And we were in this long line. And um, already I was getting thinking that was getting me irritated about the long line. And I was living in that. Again, you know, the principles, you, uh, it, you know, you give attention or energy to your thinking, you're living in it, right? So I was living and getting irritated and starting to take offense and my thinking was along that line. So I was thinking about how could this company not hire more people? They know it's the holiday season. You hear the righteousness of being judgmental in that. And um, I was looking down the line to the clerk the one and only clerk, and I could see that she was kind of stumbling around and really taking her time trying to figure out um, the pricing for this one customer that had a lot of a lot of items, you know. And then all of a sudden, and this is the piece of uh, wisdom, this is uh, the um, how understanding comes to us. All of a sudden, I, I heard what I was had been reflecting on since the SID seminar. That, wait a minute here, you're just getting caught up in your thinking and you're starting to act and react from that level of thinking of passing judgment here. And the other thing is you're not seeing that um, that clerk is acting from uh, her uh, thinking, her quality of thinking. And then it dawned on me that that clerk must really be in stressful thinking. Can you imagine being the only clerk with about maybe a line of 10 people and you're having difficulty with this one person and uh, you can see the line kind of getting frustrated? Can you imagine the thinking you're in? So I started to see no wonder uh, the clerk is having trouble trying to really work that out. When you're in a stressful mind, and you're caught up in a lot of that thinking, you know, it's hard for you to really uh, be able to do your job with clarity. So the minute I saw that, I mean, I'm looking at that 
I, like I told you earlier, at another level of understanding rather than, well, the clerk is doing her, her, her best. Mark, you're doing your best. It's deeper than that. It's seeing we're all human and we, um, we can only act according to the thinking we're in. So for me, when that understanding came to me, beyond an intellectual understanding, I relaxed. It occurred to me to just quiet down. Uh, it said, well, you're here with other people. Um, why don't you just kind of talk with the people around you? You know, or you and your wife can talk about something, you know, or just enjoy that you're here. Things like that came to me that I hadn't thought before. So by the time, and my heart went out to the clerk. That's the other thing that happened. My heart went out to the clerk. So from being judgmental, self-evaluative, other evaluative, I, my heart went out. And I was in a different way of thinking. And my actions were different. So that by the time... We came to the clerk, um, I just had empathy. And I said, wow, you, you've really looked like you really had to do a lot today. It must have been really stressful for you. And we had this really nice connection. And she, uh, it looked like she really felt the understanding that I had and my wife too. And, um, as we got up there, uh, we kind of helped her with our items. Anyhow, I'm only using you that story, not to tell you how great I am, but just as, <laughs> it's just as an example of, of it playing out in a kind of simple, maybe everyday occurrence, you know. Um, of course, there are more serious um, behaviors that you may uh, feeling, be feeling guilty about or blaming somebody else about or being resentful about or, you, you know, in families you can see that they hold grudges with one another. Some families do. But you see, there's another level of understanding, a deeper level of understanding that clears all of that up. And again, the understanding is that whatever people did in the past, in fact, even what they're doing now, um, was the result of the quality of thinking they were in. Now, you don't have to know the quality of thinking they're in. Because if their behavior looks negative, if their behavior looks harmful, if their behavior looks rude or hurtful, you know that they're in a troubled quality of thinking, a troubled state of mind a troubled level of consciousness. So you don't have to figure that out. You can just see that when a person is acting in a negative way, what we call a negative way, they're in a low level of consciousness. They're in a troubled state of mind. Their quality of thinking is is really troubling for them. Um, and when, of course, when people are acting care, caring, kindly, gener with generosity, you can really rest assured they're in a more um, uh, uh, more uh, a warm, um, peaceful, relaxed quality of thinking. So that's all you need to know, and that will help you. You need to really see that. And you have to be careful um, of the subtlety of looking at that intellectually. Uh, where that leads you to say, yeah, that's right, but they could have done better. No one can do better than they're thinking right now. No one. 
no one. Now later, uh, you might learn more and that changes you. That's always possible. But you want to, you can't hold somebody uh, to be able to think any other than they're thinking in the moment. Do you see that? You can't hold yourself or anyone else uh, to think any differently than they're thinking in the moment. Now, understanding of that frees you. And it frees you to use, um, be guided more by your wisdom or the intelligence of mind. Because you're, you're not taking it personal. You're seeing the impersonal nature of this, the truth of this. Um, I, so I hope that makes sense. I hope you can see the, get the feeling for that. Now, the other piece that I want to share with you around forgiveness is that um, it doesn't mean that you ignore behavior, that you deny behavior. Um, you see, it doesn't make you a passive person in life. It doesn't mean you can't talk to someone about the behavior you're noticing. Uh, that through thought you see is hurtful behavior. It really can be. But again, you want to see the uh, understanding of why that person is acting that way. That will, you, you may do the, the same thing. You may just tell that person to stop it. But I'll tell you something. If you um, tell someone to stop it from a judgmental place, a judgmental state of mind, a blaming state of mind, your message and tone is going to be completely different than if you say the same thing from a place of understanding and um, forgiveness. So the other piece about this is that uh, you can still see that the behavior is something uh, troubling because you have the power of thought to see that. What we're talking about is what do you do with that? And, you know, I grew up learning to habitually judge it, uh, uh, blame, feel guilty, um, you know, evaluate, rather than see it with understanding and, and then let my intelligence guide me in terms of what steps I take about it. But like with that clerk in that store, who was still stressed out, if you can call it that, you know. Um, when my wife and I went up to the counter, when we talked with her from understanding, I, you could see a, a shift in her state of mind. You could see her kind of relax as, as uh, we went not from anger or upset about being in this long line or judgments about her, we just tried to, I don't know, speak to her state of mind. It wasn't my objective to speak to her state of mind. It was more to just share from my level of understanding. And, and you could see that that had an impact on this person. Same with you. The Where you're coming from when you talk to someone about their behavior impacts them. So if you're coming from blame and judgment, they're going to have a different response to you than if you're saying the same thing from understanding. One more story, and um, I'll just check in with you. 
you may have heard this on some webinars I've been on in the past, but when I uh, when I was catching on to what I'm sharing with you today and the, this sense of understanding and forgiveness, prior to that, in my when I was working in the psychiatry clinic and then major medical center, I had like 20 other colleagues. And um, we would meet for lunch uh, once a week and have a discussion meeting along with lunch. And people would share their philosophies of treatment and so forth. And again, from how my pattern, my habits of thought, I would get judgmental. And um, I would um, always be thinking, you know, that's there's something wrong with your way. My way is the right way. And I would share something from that. I would share something from my state of mind, right? My thinking um, created debating behavior, you know, as a debate. And um, and uh, I could see, I didn't see it so clearly, but people would react to that in a kind of defensive way, Um They'd be less inclined to talk with me about their philosophy. Um, but when I started to resonate with this understanding that I'm sharing with you, uh, again, you know, um, ways to be with people when you're in this understanding come to you in the moment. So I'm sitting in a, in a meeting. I've been reflecting on uh, the understanding that I'm sharing with you, forgiveness, and I'm sitting there and it comes to me, wait a minute, these people are coming from a helpful state of mind. Their thinking is to help their patients. They have their way and that's leading them to express their way, but they're ultimately, their thinking's in the right place of caring for human beings, you see? I hadn't thought of them that way before. So... Uh, when I spoke to them uh, from that understanding and I kind of shared uh, my thinking, it had, it had no accusation in it. It had no judgment in it. And we had conversations. Um, we People were more inclined to hear me and kind of share uh, more clearly what they were saying. And so the result of this again, where I proved that I was in the right track was not only that I was feeling better, you know, because I was less in blame and judgment and more in understanding that led to forgiveness. Uh, but what the proof in the pudding here was um, a three months later, a colleague came up to me and said, uh, I want to know what you're learning because you're a different person. And uh, so, um, you know, I didn't need that to prove anything to me because as I started to realize the understanding I'm sharing with you, I knew it was true. So I just kept living in that direction. But it just really um, was um, really um, heartwarming that some of my colleagues started to want to learn and listen to Sydney Banks' um, words. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. Um, and I just want to give uh, room here for people to share uh, on the call. That's what I wanted to do with our teleseminars is 
to just, uh, you know, share with you a few words and then then hear from the community of people that are on the call. Um, so I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts about today, questions about today, or just in general, any anything about your understanding of Sydney Banks' teachings. Now, to do that, you need to press star two on your telephone. Uh, press star two, and I know, and then I'll open it up to hear from you. I would really love to hear from you. The, you know, if you listen to other, uh, some of my re- the recordings, you'll hear that uh, when people share, uh, we really get a lot out of that. Well, we have someone here. Hello there, Chris. Hello there, Mark. How are you today? It's good. It's been a couple of months. It has. It has. Good to have you back. I'm sure everyone appreciates yeah, nice, you jumping back on. Nice to have you on the call. Yeah, so um, today, Mark, I just wanted to just say, you know, great, great topic. I mean, forgiveness is always a great topic since it's one that's just so challenging to, you know, pretty much everybody. Um, and the one thing I wanted to kind of just emphasize and highlight would be in regard to forgiveness, you had mentioned, uh, you know, two aspects there, you know, forgiveness of others, which I think trying to work on that and having a better understanding for that can be really powerful. Um, but even more so is just self-forgiveness. I, I think that can be even more challenging because, you know, other people you don't necessarily, you know, see every day. Most people you don't. But yourself, you have to deal with, with every minute of your life. And I think that having that better understanding that you covered, you know, that understanding that you covered is really powerful in, in, in being able to forgive yourself, especially as you progress through life and maybe have some regrets or some, uh, you know, some challenges along the way. You may have some, some forgiveness that you just can't impart on yourself. So I, I think your words are really really powerful in, in trying to get a better grasp of just that reality of of having a better understanding about it and then possibly, you know, making inroads with being able to forgive yourself. I think it, it really helps. Oh, Chris, thank you for sharing that. Um, and, and that's so true. You know, it seems like, unfortunately, uh, it's pretty common that um, the most difficult person to forgive or have understanding for is ourselves. And it's just that, you know, we're enmeshed in a way of thinking about our actions, uh, particularly in the past, right? I guess those are really the only actions we can look at um, with judgment, you know? Um, um, And it's hard to see. I I think what's hard to really grasp, and that's why I want people to really just let this percolate and um, not try to just get it intellectually because it's just really hard sometimes difficult to see that uh, we did all we could do. I'm not saying that you did the best you could do. It's deeper than that. You did all you could do, given the thinking you were in at the time. Maybe you were hurt. Um, Maybe you were offended. Uh, I don't know, but see, that's the thinking we're in. And if you're in that thinking, whether... You know, it's good to have that thinking or you should have better thinking. doesn't matter, you see, because that's the thinking you're in. And to just see it in that kind of neutral, really spiritual level, um, 
is where, where you want to develop your understanding. It's so a fine line from just seeing that purely and neutrally to still holding us in terms of should or ought to. And so um, you just keep looking at it. You just keep seeing how um, you can see yourself and other people with a, a deeper sense of understanding because really uh, that's another way of understanding the principles. Another way that we can say, well, we can only act according to the way the principles, we're using the principles in the moment. Um, so like I told you, it took me a while to really begin to see this clearly and the neutrality of it. Uh, and, you know, uh, but that's the direction, Chris, because like you say, you know, uh, we're with ourselves <laughs> from birth until we leave, <laughs> leave life, you know. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, our thinking isn't always on ourselves, but, you know, we could be in a lot of self-evaluation. And really, you know, as we're coming into the holiday season, you know, coming up to Thanksgiving, at least in the North America, there is a Thanksgiving celebration. Uh, you can begin to maybe get this to the level where you're grateful for hearing this. Uh, but that's the key is like, it's not trying to convince yourself of this understanding is just kind of let it sit with you that you're looking in the direction of I can I I only could do in the in my past whatever it is um, given the level of thinking or the quality of thinking I was in now you could see it like you know what that wasn't a good way to be see thought gives you that and if you could see it with understanding which we calling forgiveness, uh, it might occur to you to take care of that in some way. I remember uh, also um, um, driving along over the first couple of months that I was reflecting on as I was driving on one of our highways and all of a sudden it occurred to me a memory of treating my, I have twin sisters and uh, treating them badly um, just this incident came to mind for me. I hadn't thought of it for years about treating them badly. And, um, and all of a sudden it, it just came to me more neutral. Like, like, um, I didn't have like energy of judgment about it. And I just, you know, my heart went out in the sense of man, you know, just the humanity of that, of being caught in that way of thinking to treat my sisters this way. And so, um, but it, it didn't, like, move me to a place of uh, judgment or blame or anything like that. And then, like, within the next minute or so came, you know what, why don't you just uh, apologize? Why don't you just call them up and, and uh, take care of it? Now, again, you know, uh, some of you listening to Three Principles might say, well, why talk to them about the past, you know? Well, maybe... Um, I might have seen it like, like that. Like maybe my realization that I was hurtful for one moment might be the end of it. But I, I got more from the intelligence of mind once I freed myself and saw the saw myself with understanding to go further. Um, so um, so I'm I'm just sharing with you the potential 
as you reflect more on this understanding, um, what it can provide you for, for your life. And um, now the other thing I wanted to say was what uh, Chris made me think about was um, we're not really talking, I mean, this is called forgiveness. It's a concept, see, it's an idea. But what I'm pointing to is kind of a spiritual understanding. It's an understanding of humanity. It's an understanding of the nature of thought, you see. And we call it forgiveness when we can kind of see ourselves or other people with understanding rather than blame or guilt, judgment, you see. Uh, but it's deeper than even the concept of forgiveness. So it isn't like, um, it isn't so much practicing forgiveness as it is um, deepening your understanding. So um, I hope I'm not, <laughs> I hope I'm not adding too much here, but I just want you to just take in softly the feeling of what we're, what I'm pointing to rather than trying to intellectually hear the words I'm sharing. Uh, anybody else want to share or ask a question? Uh, just press star two. There's a lot of you on the call. It would be beautiful to hear from from you and hear what you have to say or even questions you have. That helps a lot too. Okay, we have a couple of uh, calls now. Um, so I'm going to go to the first person, um, and I don't know who you are. What I got as a caller is anonymous. So if you're that person who raised your hand, could you say something mm -hmm. or introduce yourself? Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. Hi. Um it might be me. <laughs> um, I'm, my name is Helen. Um, oh, Helen. I'm calling in from Dublin in Ireland. Oh, great. Hi. <laughs> well, it is you. It I is you. It, think... I, yeah, it is you. Yeah, it's me? <laughs> yeah. It is me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, thank you so much, um, Mark, for this call. Um Oh, you're welcome. And, uh, yeah, I've, um, I'm not sure where to begin. I've had some things going on for me um, in my in my family, you know, that um, certain act, an action that was taken by a senior member of our family that um, seemed to have caused uh, division and unhappiness and fe people feeling betrayed and hurt and um, certain members of my family just feeling rejected, you know. And um, uh -huh. so that action that was taken, um, I'm just thinking about what you were saying, that they, the person who took the action a few years ago, that's affecting us all now, um, was acting from their their current state of mind or their current thinking. Um, mm -hmm. but they, they, uh, took the action, which a lot of people, if I were to explain what the action was, which I, I don't really want to do, but, um, 
um, you might consider, probably a lot of people on the call, I don't know, we're not going to do a survey, but um, that they might consider, gosh, that's not what I would do, or that wasn't a very uh, a good course of action to take. But um, the senior member of our family stands over it and um, and says that well that I'm I'm happy with that decision and that's the way it's staying you know that decision will stand. Um, so it's been it has been very difficult. Like currently I'm feeling very fine and peaceful about it. Um, and my other my other members of my family are not you know and it's very easy to go along with their state of mind and not having um, an understanding of the principles um, or consciousness or mind or, you know, the effect of our thinking on um, how we feel. So it has been hard, but and I found it much harder than I thought I would to kind of come through it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just having a thought about going forward and, and how to be with that senior member of my family. Like, in some ways, I feel there's nothing to forgive at all. But, you know, the the little me or the the human that's the very human side of me that um, that isn't happy about the situation, you know, does rise up and remind me that um, it looks unjust, you know, and it looks divisive and it looks unfair. Um, and feeling a sense of betrayal. And I just, if I, I can say one other thing, sorry for taking so long, um, that um, it, it makes me wonder about grounding. And I've been hearing a lot about grounding. And does it mean, therefore, like I've done quite a lot of diving into, listening to lots of things and working with Dr. Keith Blevins and other Three Principles coaches and, you know, attending events and webinars and all sorts of things, reading reading a lot of the books. Um, it makes me wonder about grounding does your grounding is, is grounding some kind of a permanent place that you can arrive at or does it shift and change and go up and down along with what's known as level of consciousness or um the quality of your thinking as i think the way you were putting it um earlier on okay in the call. okay you know? okay i think that's enough so, um <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, I wanted to see if I could uh, stay with what you were sharing for today's teleseminar and just kind of briefly share a, like a sentence about grounding. Um, so a couple of things are highlighted by your call. Um, again, it isn't so much that people need your forgiveness. It's really, can you see uh, people's behaviors with the understanding we're pointing to today in today's call? Um, that's the key. Um, and it's really the truth of the matter. Uh, so if somebody is acting in toward, a fa for, toward, their, toward family and family members in a way that results in hurt feelings and divisiveness and so forth, the truth of the matter is that person's in a very troubled state of mind. Uh, you, you know, people at times talk about it as um, in, insecure states of mind. But really, you know, if you really looked in that thinking, you'd be really amazed at the amount of painful thinking that's in that person's uh, mind. 
so that's the understanding, see? That's what you how you want to see it. Uh, you want to keep looking till you really get a feel for that we're all the same. And whereas if your thinking was at that level, you would do something maybe a, maybe not the same thing, but you would do something in what might be called a more negative uh, way of reacting to other family members. Now, with that understanding, you also have the power of thought to see that this behavior uh, is affecting family members. Uh, you could see it through thought to be um, hurtful to people. And um, as you reflect, um, maybe you might, maybe it comes to you to do something about that. So understanding where people's actions are coming from um, doesn't direct you to anything. It doesn't direct you to be passive about it, and it doesn't direct you to do something about it. But as you get deeper understanding of somebody um, bringing about pain and discomfort to family, uh, and you get a deeper sense of the, of what that person may truly be up against, the intelligence of mind as you reach that deep level of understanding might guide you, uh, I don't know, to speak about it, to have a conversation about it, uh, take care of yourself around it. Um, so, again, it isn't that people's uh, behaviors need or require forgiveness. You need to see it with understanding for you to find uh, more of your peace of mind and more wisdom to handle the behavior in a way that's right for you. Uh, the other thing about grounding, I, I don't know. If, um, grounding to me is, is used a lot. I'm not against anybody using it. All that grounding means to me is your level of understanding of the principles. And do you live, do you have the level of, you will live your level of understanding, you know. That's the grounding, you know. So, uh, the, uh, you know, it really is speaking to your level of understanding. Now, that, you could always deepen your level of understanding uh, for the rest of your life. So, to me, uh, what people are talking about is grounding. That's what I think it means for me. That's how, what it means for me. And it's always changing. It's always changing. So, um, so that's it. You know, grounding is really um, your level of understanding. And I think some three principles people measure it by seeing how you live. Like, are you living the uh, understanding that you're, you're sharing that, that you have? But again, as we talk today, you can only live from your level of understanding. You can only live from the quality of your thinking. But I think what three principles people mean by grounding is that, and or your level of consciousness. Um, and that's always changing. And it can always deepen. So I hope that was helpful. We have one more person on the call. And uh, Laurel? Uh, yes. Hi, hi Laurel. Um, thank you so much. I'm really appreciating this. Um, I have a comment in terms of the forgiveness 
that I I sure. appreciate your comment on. But I also have a question that's really on a different subject, and I'll if with your indulgence I'll express it, and then you can choose whether this is the time to answer it or not. But the comment I was going to make about forgiveness was a perspective I learned um, in the early part of this century when I was a, uh, a student at the master's degree program in spiritual psychology at a private university in Santa Monica. And the perspective was that all our judging or, or all our, our sense of forgiving others, to forgive them is to have the tacit assumption that they did something wrong. And yet we do not have a large enough perspective to be able to evaluate that. And the inevitable question would be, well, what about the Nazis? Surely, you know, they did, you know, a terrible wrongs. And the response from the leader of this conversation was that, Unless you know the soul history and journey of every participant, unless you have the bigger picture, you still are not in a position to judge. And the judgment that is implicit in forgiveness actually weakens your energy. And they did a demonstration with, you know, the uh, kinesiology where the arm gets weak when you're in a state of judgment. So forgiveness uh, under you know their guidance was always about forgiving yourself for judging yourself for judging someone else because you're always doing it from a place of ignorance. I understand that we're looking to get to a place of neutrality and that understanding that people are um, are reflecting their thinking in any moment um, and so innocently, quote, um, stepping out of um, maybe even integrity with their deeper selves because of their quality of thinking, that reaching a place of non-judgment and, um, I guess, self-forgiveness for the, for the judgment that arises in our hearts is maybe that the goal of uh, recognition that we're all doing as well as we can, given the quality of our thinking. Well, um, so that's, so again, you know, when we, um, so the thinking that um, we do not have perspective on, let's say, the learning history that developed belief systems in various people, that's true. That's true. We don't. Now, when Sid shared this with us, now I'm telling you how his words mean to me, and, I, and I'm really not saying where Sid was coming from because it's probably much, much deeper than me, than me. But he was just kind of summing it up, which is the same thing, which is we don't know um, the actual thinking that a person is in when they act in a very, very harmful, hurtful way. We don't. And, um, uh, and, but we have to see that that's where their actions are coming from. Some belief system that will lead somebody to really harm another human being 
may not be anything we could fathom, but if you get your mind in a severely painful place beyond what you can imagine about not even thinking you exist as a person, um, you know, you would, would, you wouldn't know how you would act from that. So, so, uh, I guess what your, what your professors were talking about is kind of like a bit of what we're sharing in that we'll not, we'll not know what people are thinking or the quality of thinking or the level of consciousness they live in. But you want to see that the way they're acting is coming from that. Now, the other piece is, uh, you have the power of thought to know life. You have the power of thought, even though you understand where harmful behavior is coming from, you have the power of thought to know that's harmful to humanity. You have the power of thought to know that's harmful to another person. And um, it doesn't negate, this understanding we're pointing to together is not, it does not negate um, that you can see the true nature of behavior. That's why you have thought. But when you have it with the understanding of where a person is coming from, you're more powerful, um, it seems to me, than when you're limited by your judgments and your angry responses. The other piece is, it's always for you. It's always for you because... The moment you come to more understanding that we're speaking to today, just kind of highlighting today, you become more peaceful. You become more, uh, you just see more about the true nature of life. You see more about the true nature of, of living beings. Um, so you rid your mind of spending a lot of time on being judgmental or, uh, self-evaluative or, uh, you know, that kind of energy, and you free up more the energy of, of pure mind, you know, the intelligence and love that's there. And that will guide you. It will tell you to take action if you need to take action. So um, I hope that was helpful to you. Um, we're coming to where we need to close today's teleseminar. Uh, there's a lot to this, and I would encourage you to uh, read Sidney Banks. In his book, The Missing Link, there's a chapter on love and forgiveness, and you might want to take a look, look at that to deep, deepen what we're talking about. Um, but I wanted to share a few things with you. Uh, if you wanted to send any questions my way from today, you can email me at Dr. Mark Howard, Dr. Mark Howard at Comcast.net. Um, the other thing I wanted to let you know is that I'm going to be starting in January my fifth a year of us exploring Sid's book, The Missing Link. We take each chapter once a month and read it together. It's an online class once a month. And my goodness, it's been amazing the insights that have happened in each uh, session and the deeper feeling for that. So. I'll be letting you know about that as we, you know, as we come into November. I'll be sending out some information about that if you'd like to join us in January. Uh, the other thing is you will receive an email which will give you three ways to 
listen to this recording. We now have a podcast on iTunes, and you could find the podcast by searching iTunes podcast for Dr. Mark Howard. You'll also uh, get a link to SoundCloud, and you'll get a link to my uh, website that has all of the teleseminars on it. So that'll all be available to you in an email that'll come your way within a several days. So I just want to thank you all for being here. We have a, a, a record number of people and a few, uh, several new people, and I just love that people are joining. It isn't about me. It's about helping spread this understanding so you can take it further in your lives. Well, thanks so much for being here. Uh, we'll be in touch for next month and um, hope to talk with all of you next month. Thank, thank you for those of you that, that shared. That was very helpful. And um, have a good month. Talk with you soon. Bye, everyone.